0: You and I are just
1: like a couple of tots Running across a All
2: right, Kev, here we go How you doing, Jerry?
3: Oh, you
2: sound good
3: it sounds much better, doesn't it? It
2: does sound much it does. better
3: It does, it does, it does. My big my big, sexy voice needs to have the best microphone possible.
2: that is precisely correct.
3: That's what we get on email that's what everybody says Kevin has a big sexy email
2: <laughs> voice. You have a big sexy email, do you? Yeah
3: that's, I have to change that email. just stop using the one that
2: I'm using. I gotta come up with it. <laughs> All right, so uh let's let's get started, shall we? You ready? Always. okay, man. Why? Why don't I have sound? I, I kev, you know what? It's because man? the
3: music you're picking to uh, to play is, you know.
2: No, <laughs> it, it, it's it's because I'm an ass. Well, uh, that's th- th- that's th-
3: th- not necessarily up for discussion.
2: <laughs> you, you know, at some point I'll learn. At some point. <laughs> okay, one more time. Get ready. Here we go. <laughs>
1: Welcome to the Exeter Underground, the weekly news and opinion forum for the people of Exeter, about the people of Exeter, and by the people of Exeter, keeping you up to date on the happenings of our town that you just can't find anywhere else.
3: Here are your hosts, Jerry Gelliff and Kevin Fold.
2: Hey now, hey now, good evening everybody in Exeter and around the world. You're listening to the Exeter Underground, episode number 21. I'm Jerry Gellif. He is... Kevin Fole. We are here to give you hyper-local news and analysis of everything that's going on in Exeter. Hyper-local news and analysis, analysis which you cannot get anywhere else. Right, Kev?
3: No, no, no not, definitely not anywhere else. No, I don't think anybody calls anybody to task in this township other than us.
2: Yeah, well, and getting done... Thank God, at least it's getting done.
3: Right, and somebody's got to say it. It's funny. So when you see people out in public and they're, oh, hi, hi Kevin, hi Kevin.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you haven't had that happen recently. No, have you? No, no, I think okay. some
3: people don't necessarily want to say things to me because they know I'm like, listen, he's going to talk about me on the podcast, and I don't. There might not be a a ton of ton of listeners, even though we have a couple of listeners in Russia, but um, they don't want to get
2: brought up. Oh, we got Russia, we got France, we got England, Canada. Uh what was the real oddball Finland? <laughs> there's like every week there's one in Finland. I don't know how to download that, in Finland.
3: is Is there a, a, an ex or is there an exeter graduate that that moved to Finland?
2: It's gotta be right? You would hope. It's gotta it's not some weird Finn who's like, oh, let me see what's going on in America. <laughs> who's these
3: who's these people here, Jerry <laughs> and Kevin? Kevin has a big, sexy voice. And email. Yes, and email. I'm changing that tomorrow. (laughs) Starting a new Google email.
2: Big Sexy Kev email.
3: Right. Email me at bigsexyvoice.com.
2: At (laughs) gmail.com. That should actually be it.
3: I'm going to hear about that one. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so, too. Yeah.
2: All right, so here we are on the underground. We didn't have a lot happen this week in Exeter. Uh, We just had the school board meeting, which that's actually a welcome change. Yeah. Because when we had two last week, we had what a seventy-two-hour show was it? Yes, yes. It was, it was better than two. And I think some 15? of those,
3: I think some of those topics are going to come up again. Yeah, I, I, the whole solar thing just drives me apeshit.
2: Oh, it is going to come up. There's not a question because of of the way that they were boring, f- that straight ahead on it. Mm-hmm. Like there was there was not a dissenting voice. Nobody said. Well, you know, what's it cost? Nobody said anything like that.
3: No, no one even could talk about the cost. They were like, well, the eyes were part of it? Of course. That should be a discussion. Weird uh we were at the junior high today for my son's orientation. We were looking out the windows. Did you
2: see anybody while you were there? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes,
3: I did. A couple people are like, "Hi, Mr. Full. How are you? How are you doing?" Um, but you look out the windows and you come down the stairways and stuff like that, and you're just exactly wondering what the outlook of that those windows are going to be. And right. like, even my wife was like, "Look how beautiful all that green is, and the trees and everything." And then they're going to crap it up with solar panels. Kiss a goodbye, babe. You know what I mean? That's I do, Oh, I hear you. It's. I think we could do a whole show on that and the ridiculousness of it. And like you and I talked on the phone, in five years when they want to sell the damn thing, the investors yeah. are going to sell They're going to sell it to Exeter Township at cost, right, guys? What's the inflation going to be? The, you think the investors are going to not want to make a few bucks on it?
2: No, I think that they'll do it out of the kindness of their heart. Kev. <laughs> right, right. Cuz s- that's what we capitalists do.
3: Right. They want to make money and then in 5 years no one knows what it's going to cost yeah. and then no one knows how much we think a 1.5 tax increase is bad and it is. What do you think it's going to be when they have to pay, I don't know, 50 million dollars for that?
2: I don't think it'll be 50 but I think it's going to be a number that nobody's going to be able to digest well.
3: Here's the thing. We don't know that it's going to be 50 because they haven't told you and they, because they don't know.
2: 100% correct. That's
3: just like the knucklehead that was trying to sell the board was like, well, you're going to save this much money every every year. You don't know that. That's like the saying, oh, the weather's going to be this next week. You don't even know. You can guess. But he shouldn't say, you're going to save A. You're not, you don't know that we're going to save A, And obviously, he's a salesman trying to make himself look great and the company look great and the whole proposal look great. But if anybody has ever run a business or any, has any type of understanding of, of money and with the future of things in five years, can you imagine?
2: The Fed's raising interest rates again. Do you remember, I mean, to, to keep going with this thing with the, the, the solar panels, do you remember, I, I think it was Mount Pinatubo, <laughs> volcano erupted. Recently? Some, well, no, in in, in maybe the 80s, the, the 90s. Okay. Okay. And when it erupted, it's all the way over in like Asia or something. It made our skies not dark, but it made them like the sun was filtered for like a couple of weeks.
3: I remember something like that, yeah. With and all, I think
2: it did it with Mount St. Helens, too.
3: Yeah, yeah. And so, you, yeah.
2: So oh, okay, so we're going to save six hundred grand a year. What if that happens?
3: Mm-hmm. Or, or Google this right now. Anybody listening? What is Bill Gates' idea to fight, aka climate change, aka Changey McChangerson? What's his? You plan? said that last week. What's his plan to shield out the sun? Right. I'm Google it right now. I'm not making this up. So he wants to shield the sun by doing what? Spraying stuff in our skies. Oh. <laughs> That's a whole nother conversation which I've been covering for 15 years and everyone thought it was a joke they're talking about doing that and how do you think all those how or how well will those solar panels in Exeter work when Bill Gates and his and his little cronies cover up the suns
2: to fight climate change really well you want to know why <laughs> because the school board that year will hire a company with <laughs> big spotlights to shine on. Right. And and that'll work just as well. And they'll right.
3: have diesel generators right yes. next to all the schools. You yes. Know. This is how stupid all of this is.
2: Right. Oh, God. The bottom line is go with what you know mm-hmm. until the other thing is proven. Mm-hmm. Because this stuff is not proven.
3: No. It's not. Not yet. It's not a static. And it will never be a static. Until weather is static... Solar energy and all. Listen, I'm not against solar. I have solar products at my house for lights and stuff like that and everything. I'm not against it, but the technology is not there. No, and it's not ever going to be there because it's not static. Gasoline is static. Nuclear is static. Oil is static, and it's also freedom against what we talked about. But solar and wind is not static. It changes. Correct. Just look at California. Why do you need brownouts if green energy is so working so great? That's what I. It's, it's utterly ridiculous, and they're playing. Well, you're going to save this. Listen, there's a video going around. What do you need to make those batteries? Cobalt. Right. There's a video going around, and they're trying to cover it up. Little kids digging up cobalt, putting it in bags, and 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 in Africa, and they're in the Congo. Right. So. Us these heartwarming feel good people can have their batteries
2: so they can have their electric
3: cars so you're going to have little black kids digging up cobalt in the rain and the mud slave labor so you feel good about yourself when you get your little tax credit for having solar panels on your house
2: pat on the back (laughs) pat yourself on the back you're saving the environment it's
3: the same people that think that food comes from the grocery
2: store (laughs) yeah enough about that
3: it annoys the hell out of me.
2: So uh, the thing that I wanted to start with this week was, uh, you know, there was a couple of things on the school board side from last week and from previous weeks that we didn't cover. Like last week at one point, I just wrote on a piece of paper and Joe just said, let's end the show. Mm-hmm. This is enough. <laughs> there was still stuff to cover, but yeah. let, let's go. Right. So so let's get to that. Now, Our,
3: hour 40 was enough for you?
2: Um, yeah. I enjoy it. Wasn't it over two? It wasn't over was two?
3: It? I, it could have been.
2: Oh, you know what it was? It was probably over two with music.
3: Hmm. That's
2: what I'm remembering.
3: We could go for two and a half hours and I wouldn't care. I'd enjoy it.
2: Yeah, it is fun. Sure it is. But uh, so let, let's let get on that. So the first thing was, and, and we didn't bring this out. All right. But uh, business manager for the school board or for the school district, Brian Fike, promised us no tax hike next year. At the last meeting.
3: <laughs> Just like Tim Morgan promised to give uh, parents a choice to mask their kids and then motion to, to mandate masks. That kind of type of verbiage. I believe Brian. I don't believe anybody. <laughs> the only person I truly <laughs> trust is my wife. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because something could come up to him and, you know, well,
2: we have to do this.
3: Jerry, you well, don't, don't want to create choice. frownies. No frownies.
2: But remember, what did Joe Biden say yesterday? Oh, good Lord. I'm excited to announce that our country had Zero no inflation, inflation last month.
3: month. <laughs> and he's, a, he's also patting himself on the back for lowering gas prices. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Just a month ago, you said the president of the United States has nothing to do with gas prices, which is ridiculous anyway, because any time an administration does regulations on a, on a certain industry, you're affecting the price, good or bad. Trump affected it well. Biden's hurting it with his green initiative and, and and now in this new bill they're gonna tax energy producers. Genius, because <laughs> that's not gonna raise the price of energy.
2: No, and and also they're they're whipping inflation mm-hmm. bill. Yeah, uh, it's gonna how, it's, it's how, gonna raise taxes on companies who will then raise the cost of their goods and services, yes. which will increase inflation.
3: Well, also uh, when you print $737 billion, do you think that maybe has something to do with inflation nope. as well? No. Have these people ever heard of this doctor named uh, Ron Paul? <laughs> Anybody ever pay attention to monetary policy and, and currency and what the Fed has been doing and why we're like this? Why everything? Why we literally have inflation?
2: What are you bitching about?
3: 0% inflation. Right. Everything's everything. Everything's great. My wife has a shirt. Everything's great. Everything's fine. It's fine. Zero percent inflation. I what are you complaining about? Gas is gas is a dollar forty lower than it was two months ago. <laughs> the comments is everybody bring the orange guy back and some I'll take two dollar twenty dollar uh two dollars and twenty cent gas in a mean tweet right
2: about now. I, I don't see how anybody can dispute it. But be that as it may, back to Brian Fike and his promise not to increase taxes.
3: Did he say read my lips too? He did not. <laughs> Read my lips. No
2: new taxes. No. He's not that stupid. Hmm. Okay, ready? Here it is.
1: I'd also like to say that I, I did have a chance to check in with the superintendents and couple of these projects.
2: So this was where uh, they were talking about the... And there's that damned hum that, that drives me crazy. Uh, they were talking about the solar thing. Mm-hmm. And Dave Hemberger goes... I talked to a couple of superintendents, and they were pleased as peaches. Oh. This is going to be wonderful and great.
3: <laughs> so, this is buddies of theirs. You know, I, I
2: can Sure, you know, because these are the. You know, I know we're hearing Brian's heard from the financial guys, the the business
1: managers. And, and truthfully, I'm really looking at strictly financial. Okay? Yeah. You tasked me with trying to go to zero tax increases and get the budget under control. This would, if we start this next year, I think I won't have a tax increase next year. <laughs> long term 600,000 record uh, they're recording it but you know it's $600,000 that the taxpayers don't have to put out for expense
2: I recorded it
3: right $600,000 <laughs> can you prove that can you give me a definite on that so if you're going to say there's not going to be any tax increases and we're going to save $600,000 prove Kev,
2: it Kev a salesman said it it's got to be true right, they wouldn't right,
3: lie right the same guy who said that people are okay with smokestacks and coal buildings and, and yes yeah
2: same guy. No, he's the, not trying to sell a product.
3: Solar panels or st- people get the stink eye, but uh, you know, but I laugh at that because people are okay with coal smokestacks. What, what an idiot? Who's okay with any of that? He's the same idiot, probably thinks that, oh Republicans like dirty want dirty air and dirty water. And well, dirty. that one, I believe <laughs> <laughs> It's the tasty water, Jerry, it's just tasty. You know how gross water is? Our water is pretty damn gross.
2: Well, no. I mean, the, the no taste thing. <laughs> I welcome a little bit of taste.
3: <laughs> like chlorine. Be it from
2: and... sludge or whatever. <laughs> right. Give me a little taste.
3: Little feces.
2: Has it ever really hurt you?
3: No, it's built me to the man I am today.
2: That's exactly right. You see? <laughs> Again. People are not taking into account that we're trying to make ourselves germ-free. We need to cut ourselves and pour some germs into us.
3: I agree with that. And get out there, eat some dirt. Maybe yes. eat a little feces every once in a while. Get dirty.
2: It has never hurt anybody to, to eat get a, a little, little dirt. poop. <laughs> Soon you're going to be. Some, I'm told.
3: You're you're in the you're in the whole boat with the eat the bug stuff too, you?
2: No, just poop.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it brings new terms to eating a shit sandwich.
2: It really does. So, there it is. Brian promises no tax increase. And uh, just to reinforce it a little...
1: I think I want to have a tax increase next year.
2: It's the word.
1: I think I want to have a tax increase next year.
3: It's amazing. I'm not necessarily worried about next year or the year after that. I'm worried about in five years.
2: You know what's great? No tax increase next year. You know why? There is really nothing that we can mm-hmm. cut. Because there's nothing to cut. So, So, if there's nothing to cut and... You, you'll have no tax increase. Mm-hmm. Everything's going to be wonderful. Because remember, no inflation. Right. There was no inflation.
3: Yeah. And hey, we're going to save 600000 It's funny that they bought into the salesman. It's like a, it's, you know what it is? It's like a husband back in the 50s. And he's out to work at the, at the mill or whatever. And some salesman with Tupperware stops at his house. At, at, at his house. And his wife is home. Because you
2: could do that back then.
3: You have one income family.
2: You didn't need two people to work, right? Pay just to pay taxes,
3: right? So you, she he comes in, sells this mom or this wife on this awesome new Tupperware product, and she comes. And what in, else happened? Yeah, and right, <laughs> and made made the third child, right? And then uh, the husband comes home, and she's now the salesman for the product because she spent the money. That's what's going on. Mm-hmm. These guys, oh, we're going to save six hundred thousand dollars. You know what? Get that in writing. And here's what we should do: have a little piece of paper down. And say, if we don't save $600,000, you guys will um, resign. All resign. I hope they're not there. Well, the first year you save $600,000, is that the deal yet? No, no.
2: The first year, they will save nothing because... Right, 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 right. Okay, if they... Again, the way it went. If they started immediately, Mm -hmm. the first year, they would still be committed to another power company. Right. So the investors would get all the energy that year. Yeah. okay but the second through fifth year they would save 350 okay 375
3: so the ne- the whatever year that they're saying that they're going to save $600,000 i want a document brought up that if we don't save $600,000 and i don't want it done being used in melmath okay
2: no they're, melmath
3: no melmath on okay. this one they're going to sign it that they are going to resign and have their taxes raised individually they will write a check to the treasury of Exeter Township to help pay for that.
2: That's a great bit. Go to the school board with it. Yep. Go to the school board. If you're meeting, so draw damn up sure, a document. Yep. And say, okay, so if this is what you want, you'll all have no problem signing this. Yes. Put right? your money
3: where your mouth is. Yeah. Put your money where your mouth. is. You're That's so damn sure idea. that we're going to save six hundred thousand dollars, and I'll bet you my, I'll bet you we don't, because it's not static, Jerry. You can't say that you're going to save this much money.
2: I got a dollar. A dollar. <laughs> right? It's a pre-inflation dollar, though.
3: Well, you can might as well cut it in three quarters then because it ain't worth <laughs> shit. We can light a fire with that better. <laughs> but that's my point is that you can't say, what are you trying to take the dollar back for? What are you doing?
2: Because you didn't win it yet.
3: <laughs> yet. But that's you can't say you're going to save $600,000. That's like your kid, you're going to send your kids to college and he's going to make $600,000 being an architect.
2: You don't even know if they're going to graduate. So... <laughs> saying you're gonna save six hundred thousand dollars is like saying oh I'll pull out really <laughs>
3: right, it's right? The same promise it's almost the same thing as saying there's nothing to cut
2: things are feeling good
3: right so just a tip. I'll
2: make any promise you want me to make just you a tip. yes I'll stand by you mm-hmm. don't worry I'm oh I'm gonna respect you in the morning yeah absolutely yep. there is really nothing that we can cut that's you I
3: really hope that everybody remembers who said that Next year, you
2: He know was they're speak- going to raise the taxes. They he raise- was speaking in hyperbole. I mean, right, I, yeah, I I'm busted his balls at
3: this. Point. Just, just just like, like you take Joe Biden out of context when he says something utterly ridiculous and lies. Mm-hmm. Well, you just did. Listen, you're stupid. You didn't understand what he said. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Okay. That's that's the case. So they've raised taxes. What eleven out of twelve years? That is correct. So, but they're not going to raise. He says they're not going to raise taxes next year. Okay. Sign a document. If they raise taxes and you don't save $600,000, you're going to resign and write a check for $15,000 to the treasury, the tax collector.
2: To make up your portion. Why not? You're
3: voting for this crap.
2: Put yeah. your money where your mouth is. Put your money where your mouth is. That's exactly dude, dude, this is a bit we got to do at the school board meeting. I'm down. Okay. We'll draw up the document in our spare time. Yep. And go to the school board and you can present it to them. Say, uh, here it is. If you're sure this is going to happen, mm-hmm. sign this. Come on. What do you have to lose? Yep. If you won't sign it, you look like a jag ass. Well, how many?
3: Here's the problem, though. How many of them are up for reelection? And when? Two years from now?
2: No. Next year, five of them are up. Yes.
3: So the document might not, unless they get reelected.
2: Well, okay. So it's, it's two years Fiddler. from now with a
3: 600,000 savings.
2: Right. No, 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 no. Three seventy-five. Oh, in I don't know if that would be two or three years. We're not because even because they say didn't. Th- they didn't give the year that year number one would be. Well, they said <laughs> the first year. Yeah, this is
3: really getting better. The more we talk about the first. Listen, we didn't tell you what the first year was. It's going to be two thousand thirty-one. Could be right. Could be. That's how this proposal was done. You're going to save six hundred thousand dollars, and they're all like, ar, 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 ar. "Oh, that sounds great." And then you'd be like, okay, we're going to put it here, here, and here. And we're going to have eyesores everywhere. I, I, can, yeah. see a, I can see a Watton from my house. I know I just sounded like Sarah Palin saying I can see Russia from her house. Which there are part of Alaska where you can see Russia. If you haven't, most of the people have said that I've never been to Alaska. I have. Um, but I can see a Watton from my house. And I guarantee you I'm going to see those stupid solar panels too during the winter. Hmm. It's an eyesore. And now you look at all those places, all that green... You know what? My wife and I are driving to the orientation today. Yes. We we're leaving, and look at the Exeter's baseball field. There is no room for anybody to sit and watch the games. No, they have nothing like so. That. But there's plenty of land where they could take uh, put a new baseball field over there.
2: You know what a baseball field would cost? It's not a couple of
3: dollars. Are you going to save six hundred thousand dollars? <laughs> I understand that, but there's things that I understand a baseball field. I'm not saying do it, but that field's horrible.
2: That field is horrible. Believe me, I broadcast eight or nine games from it this year. It's horrible. Yeah. yeah. So,
3: But you have the land to do something eventually. Yeah. And you want to cover that with solar panels that look like crap that necessarily aren't going to board. work. And then they're actually going to poison the ground underneath them. And it's it, again, let's play, let's play the animal PETA way. How many animals are going to be displaced? Couple. Oh that's right. they were gonna hire goats, weren't they?
2: No, it's sheep 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 sorry come on, sorry. how many times do I have to tell you sorry, sheep yeah sheep. and then and then we'll have to hire a sheep herder,
3: a sheep shit cleaner
2: well, he can do all one and it will be a man uh he could do all that. he can take them and put them into they don't just exist outside, right. Like, I'm not a farmer. I don't know. Sheep? You, you put them in a barn? Yes. Yeah, okay. You, you can, have Some type yes. of a covering. They'll have to build a barn, th- move them over to the barn. And don't forget, you got three different locations. So you got to transport the sheep to three different spots. Unless you want to have three different spots with sheep.
3: What's going to be really funny is is the guy that his house backs up to the junior high the softball yeah. field there's certain times of the day he likes to go hit golf balls from his property across the softball field if he starts smashing solar panels
2: I don't think it's his fault is it
3: well he's hitting golf balls onto a private on the public that's his property he's a taxpayer I don't care he pays for it but no tax increase that's BS yeah going on the track record that they've raised taxes 11 out of the last 12 years yeah and of course they were like oh is this are we are we being recorded Yeah, because you know it's going to get thrown back in your face because you know you're lying.
2: (laughs) So last week we made a lot out of uh, Bobby Scotch, realtor. Who? Bobby Scotch. Male realtor. (laughs) Because I'm Bobby Scotch and...
0: I'm a realtor.
2: That's in the bank of sound effects now. I love it. That's going to come up whenever Bob Quinter's got something to say. Because I'm Bobby Scotch,
0: and... I'm a realtor.
3: And Lord knows he has a lot to say, and it takes yep a very long time to say it. <laughs> <laughs> and then gets brought back to reality, Be like, can we talk about something relevant to the topic that we're discussing here?
2: Yeah, but you don't understand... You, you just don't understand. Because I'm Bobby
0: Scotch and... I'm a realtor. Real man of genius.
2: That's going to be harder than you think.
3: We can get it done. We owe it to the listeners. All ten of them.
2: Kev had the idea. Well, we won't spoil it.
3: No. All
2: right, so on to the next thing with the school board. We had... Uh, This has been hanging out for about three or four weeks. They changed the description of that new security coordinator job. Mm -hmm. And I haven't gone back and listened to this. I've completely forgotten what they said. So it's going to be like it's new anyway. Mm -hmm. But uh, they they did change it. And they also changed the amount that uh, we'd be paying the person. So let's listen to that.
1: Revised school safety and security coordinator job description is recommended that the board of school directors approve the revised school safety and security coordinator job description.
2: That's Tim Morgan, in case you didn't realize it. Oh,
3: no, I know the voice. A
2: second. We have a motion and a second. Any discussion?
1: Yes, uh, Dr. Haller or Ms. Harris, you guys would like to add anything else to this. Uh... So I'd like to point out the reason why we added it back to the agenda was...
2: Dr. Christy Haller.
1: So there was a request that the position report to the superintendent, uh, so that was changed. Also, after having our solicitor review it, uh, Sharon suggested that we add about compliance with training, so that uh, piece was also added as well. Um, in uh, starting the application process, uh, we have realized in uh, speaking to others that uh, the salary of $60,000 is probably A um, bit low for what this position entails, and the the more correct range for the position would be seventy five thousand dollars.
2: So back when we still had the uh, interim superintendent or whatever, and this first got brought up after Uvalde. Yeah, she said sixty k. She actually she said between fifty and sixty, but don't hold me to that.
3: And they're not even holding any guns or anything; they're just
2: they're pushing pushing papers. Yeah. So as soon as I heard that I went that's going to be a 70 to 80 thousand dollars. Is Dawn
3: going job. to get a pay cut then?
2: That's the question I asked too. Cuz you know? this was part of her job if it was 10% of her job she should lose 10% of her paycheck. Mhm.
3: But you know that's not going to happen.
2: Probably not. No.
3: No. They never Probably do that. Not. They never do that. Anyway. I just don't I don't I People want to see someone at the school defending their children. They do. As much as it is, this is the part that people don't get that are anti-gun. The the sight of a bulge on a hip or a holster is kind of like the opposite of a a sign that says this is a gun-free zone. This says this is not a gun-free zone and don't mess with me.
2: This area is protected. Or don't
3: come into school. Like there's a sign I think in a school, I think it's down south somewhere, I forget, where it says all the teachers are armed. Or teacher, we have armed teachers, and they will shoot to kill. Right. There's a sign outside the school that says that. Yeah. Right. That sign probably. Why did the guy? Why did the Aurora movie theater guy go drive to a theater that was further away than the one right by his house? Because it was a gun-free zone movie theater. Right. Okay. Exactly. Why do people go into schools and shoot up schools? Because they're gun-free zones.
2: Why do people not go in and shoot up? party meetings because mm-hmm. every third person's carrying or a gun show or a gun shop right ever hear of a gun shop getting robbed no
3: I did and the guy got blasted by like everyone in
2: the store actually yeah you're right it was like last year in South Philly yep guy came in like he's gonna hold it up three people took out guns he was down it was
3: over right. so if you see someone like I know it probably triggers people to see someone holding a gun I've been out in public Years ago, when I used to do uh, property stuff and everything, going to Reading and I'd have Redding. my gun on my hip, and it got a little warm because I was looking at property. So I took my vest off and I walked into BJ's and I had my 45 on my hip. And everyone yeah. in there was like, They don't even know in Pennsylvania it's legal to carry open carry on your hip.
2: Run away from him.
3: Right. And they're all looking like, Oh my God. And they automatically assumed I was a cop just the way I dress and my haircut and everything. But the problem is, is if you you might get tri- you know what I really don't care if a if a bunch of handful of parents are triggered with a guy standing outside the school with a gun, mm-hmm. and I'm not talking sitting there you know practices uh, you know trigger finger, uh, but just staying out there just the optics is enough to make people feel safe.
2: It really is
3: because what is it? Not what's the stat on the amount of people that own guns and there? I no one that I know that owns a gun or carries wants to shoot anybody. It's there just in case. That's right. You go into Target or Target where you're not even allowed to bring a gun anymore. It doesn't matter. You have a CCL. It doesn't matter. You can't tell. But the problem is, is those of us that do carry in public, we stand behind you and you don't even know and we're willing to die protecting you. Right. Like you ignorant Person, it's just disrespectful that you don't even care that someone's willing. You carry a gun to hopefully not shoot somebody.
2: A couple years ago, I went into Wawa. Uh, whatever. I must have been buying something, not just getting gas. So I went into Wawa, and you see how I carry my gun. Like in Mm -hmm. the summer, I'm not wearing a jacket. You can see it. I don't give a shit if everybody sees that I have it. Mm -hmm. So. A woman, the woman behind the counter, saw when I reached into my pocket to get money. You had to put the gun on the counter. (laughs) No, 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 no. I I can reach behind it. Right. So she saw where I put my hand and and she like kind of almost like backed up. And I went, don't worry. I'm not going to shoot you. Yeah. Don't worry. It's safe. Don't worry about
3: it. Yeah. So many people get triggered just from the sight of one because they don't understand. It's like when I met my wife, she had never been around guns. Yeah. And you know what I mean? And then after 21 years with me, now she likes shooting and it's fun and it's good to know because you never know what's going to happen. Look what's going on. Things are getting crazy. Things are going to continue to get crazy and it's going to get worse. So the best thing to do is arm yourself and especially out in public. I mean, what was, there was a church where a guy came in and tried to shoot the uh, pastor. Yeah. The pastor shot him. Good. Good. Is it that they go into places that are soft targets? I don't think anybody really understands the people that are complaining right. about this stuff. They don't understand soft targets. They don't understand any type of tactical defense at all. Nope, nope. So the part of having an optics at a guy at the school standing outside as like a security guard. Why not? Give him a black shirt. Make sure he lifts a little or lifts some weights and put him in khaki pants like the uh, the regular old FBI, Fed, you know, him stuff. And have them, uh, have
2: them carry. What are you so concerned about? Like, like here's here's the bottom line. In the morning at schools, there's a cop either driving around or stopped. So, like, I don't know. I just I think don't it, know, man. It,
3: the point is, is that as much as I respect some of the police, police come after a crime has been committed.
2: Absolutely.
3: So, no one's going to save you. So, you might as well have someone there into school... Because as we know, also, legally, cops have no legal reason or need to protect you.
2: And that just got proven, didn't it? Twice. Yeah.
3: Yep. So the cops don't have, they don't have to go in. But if you hire a private security guy, that's a part of his contract. The worst part is, okay, he gets fired. But you also hire, listen, I have a lot of friends that are vets. Been Iraq multiple tours in Iraq, Afghanistan, and all that. They would love to secure a school. Love to secure a school. Yeah. Because there's nothing more important than than defending and securing a school full of children where...
2: Innocent people. Right? Because why did that dude go into the uh, military in the first place?
3: To secure the nation.
2: Right. It's a pretty selfless thing.
3: Oh, I had long discussions with a lot of them for the last... 15 20 years a lot of them that were over there be like listen they see what's going on with our border yeah put us all at the border take bring us why are we securing Iraq <laughs> and Afghanistan and Yemen put us at the border California figure it out Texas figure it out why not they feel then they feel like they're defending the country and not defending some people that don't even care about you yeah you know and that's the thing they want to do I I bet you could find people, vets, that would help secure a school. I would bet. And being that the government, just, the federal government, just just signed a bill for $737 uh, billion and going to hire 87,000 new IRS agents, how much does that cost? The federal government could put a trained contractor. God knows we send how many contractors overseas to uh, secure other... You know the guys in Benghazi. They weren't active military. They were contractors. Why not send if for eighty-seven thousand IRS agents that were hired? Why not do do the opposite of that and put a couple in schools?
2: Okay, so there are. I just looked it up. How many there schools? are one hundred thirty thousand nine hundred and thirty public and private K to twelve schools in the U.S. There you go. One each. Okay, roughly. So so let's. How many public schools are there? Ninety-eight thousand eight hundred seventeen. So, so, like ninety-eight thousand.
3: Think about this: you're not just hiring eighty-seven thousand new IRS agents. These guys are armed too, by the way. Did you see? I sent it to you. Yeah. And you're I like, where it. did you get it? It was the job listing that they pulled down because well, people freaked out.
2: I'm going to be automatically dubious on that because right. that could have been created.
3: But it wasn't. It was from the. Go- it was .gov. They put it up and they took it down because people freaked out.
2: Photoshop does happen. Right, but it didn't. I, 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 Okay, but but I like I didn't see the original source.
3: <clears throat> I did. Okay, but you figure you could put a, you could put a, a the federal government could hire a contractor.
2: Is that the job of the federal government? No. Oh, okay,
3: but if they're, I don't think it's the job of the government to hire eighty seven thousand new IRS agents to go bug the middle class and small business owners. Oh yes, it is. That's because of the taxation, I get That's that. Right. But then, then have the local townships hire someone get a grant from the federal government that everyone thinks grants come, you know, Joe Biden's back pocket. Get a grant that you can hire a contractor.
2: And remember 0% inflation. It's <laughs> yeah. important, man.
3: Yeah. And there's not going to be a tax increase next year.
2: Do, do you know how much money that frees up with the 0% inflation? <laughs> Any idea?
3: Uh, right do we, does anybody? And probably that's the the visual of having someone armed at the schools would create a big big stoppage sure to would. school shootings sure simply would. by doing that sure it would. it's the same reason why people like I said like I said a couple times the gun anti-gun people do not put a sign in front of their house that says I'm anti-gun why
2: no guns in this house right
3: you think now you you, you people come to my house and they know exactly where the hell I stand when it comes to the second amendment yeah like UPS drivers Amazon drivers my 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 uh, mail lady absolutely loves me you know by looking at my house. You're gonna come in, you you might be coming in, but you ain't coming out. <laughs> you know? Just the optics of it would be enough.
2: I think so. So back to the security position. So uh Okay, we've beaten that to death, but now one of the things I've been practicing for or, or promising for weeks <laughs> and practicing, promising for weeks <laughs> Is that we 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 actually found one of the people who applied for this security position? Seems a little frail. And yes, he does. But uh, you know, so he 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 agreed to come on and do an interview with us. And I've already got him pulled up on the phone. Guy's name is Barney. And uh, so Barney, here's the deal, okay? We're hiring you to protect our schools, okay? You're going to be the person in charge of securing the schools, making sure every, all, the, all the I's are dotted and T's are crossed. So what is your overall philosophy of school security? Nip it. Your philosophy is nip it? Nip it. Yes, it is. It's pretty clear. It is. It's very, very clear. clear. So so then, so immediately, you you would just nip it immediately. Is that it? Now, the minute it looks like there's going to be trouble, we got to nip it. Did you say nip it? Nip it. He's okay. not wrong. He's not he's wrong. He's not. I mean, he's he's correct about that. So, Barney, if you know that kids are doing stuff, but you don't know who it is... Being a security expert, how is it that you would find them?
1: Set up a checkpoint
2: and nip it in the bud. Right away? Nip it. Okay, understood. You're very unforgiving on this entire issue. I say this calls for action and now nip it in the bud. First sign a youngsters going wrong, you got to nip it in the bud. Nip it. You go read any book you want on the subject of child discipline, and you'll find that every one of them is in favor of butt it. Nip it. Okay, so you're saying nip it. Nip it. Right. Well, you know what? I look forward to you uh, getting the job. If uh, if I should see a school director, one final question: If I see a school director doing something in one of the schools, what should I do? Nip it. Nip it. Nip it. Okay, Barney. Thanks. Thanks for Appreciate coming. Appreciate
3: that. We just nipped him in the butt.
2: <laughs> we did. That fall, Flint?
3: No, no, no. It's not, I think a lot of people understand who it was, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think he's right. That's a big problem with nowadays and anything with when it comes to parenting. Nobody's nipping. Oh, I am. My son starts to start <laughs> stuff. i like, I go from zero to 135 miles an hour real quick just because I know him and his personality. Just gotta end it. You gotta. Nip it Yes sir.
2: yes you do. Okay, so that brings us on to the township meeting. Fun fun, fun. yeah so so some other stuff happened let's let's get to that first and then we'll get to the meat of it. okay the uh, the stuff that happened that that nobody seemed to care about um they voted on a new administrative reorganization plan, okay, which in one year, roughly. Is gonna place Larry Pearsall in the township manager's job. How about that? How about that? Yeah. And Will Brueger, who's in the planning and zoning area, is gonna be the assistant. Yeah. Okay. So that'll work out just fine. And they're gonna they're also gonna not fill every single one of the uh positions. And the big news for me is according to you, to the org chart that they showed it looks like their thought at the moment is that they're gonna
3: nip it su-
2: no not nip <laughs> it they're gonna sub out the entire finance department really yes good or bad that's good get a cpa firm okay. or something like that to do the actual work leave one or two people in the department yeah to uh to do the work to get them the info they need
3: I did notice that Betsy said there was a couple of positions that they after people have resigned or or been fired that they will not be filling which is any government is, is better when it's small
2: yeah you yeah.
3: Know, which is, is fine because most of the time if you had just have a running amuck township just spending ungodly amounts of money there's I guarantee you there's something to cut
2: huh, no there's between whole cut.
3: positions and everything you know what I mean? It's, it's like when you look at our federal government, how big and bloated it is. It's when Joe Biden said that he was going to mandate vaccines, I was like, awesome idea. And I was like, why? I was like, you're going to cut the federal government in half. I'll take that. I'll take the L for those people. Well, they're, they are lose their jobs. They're people too. Listen, you, you're not private sector. You haven't been dealing with what we've been dealing with for the last 20 years. Correct. So crime your a river. Cry me a river. Yeah. Cry me a river.
2: So, so those were the other things that happened. So the big thing. Mm-hmm. the really big thing yep. is that we have township supervisors who have done a 180 I call on it flip per- flop 180 okay. is a little too nice okay on the, uh, the Perky Oman Avenue streetscape project yep so week for weeks and weeks uh, Ted Gardella Dave Volmer were both like like uh, and Hughes as well Dave Hughes yep. this is a bad deal We're going to spend a bunch of money. We don't know where the money that's already been spent has been spent. We don't know where it's gone. We don't know who got it and like kick up all this fuss and everything. And then all of a sudden three to two lose that zeal. And it was three, two and they approved the project. Yep. So we've got, we've got a variety.
3: What happened is the question. Why the, why the flip flop? listen, one of the things that I uh, that I like about Dave Hughes, and one of the things I like about Ted, is that they're that they're penny pinchers,
0: mm-hmm. okay.
3: Especially when with when it's not their money. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's one thing that I've always liked about Dave. That's one of the reasons why I voted for Dave. Okay, what happened to Ted? Ted was always penny pincher Ted, and now he's not. What the hell happened with that?
2: My guess, if I have to take a guess would be that they feel it's cheaper to do it this way than to go through all of the litigation that they think they would get.
3: So the, instead of a piece of paper, you get a walkway and on on Perkarina.
2: Right, exactly. So so that's the only thing that I can imagine.
3: But, but just to go from, no, this is ridiculous, it's going to cost this much, there's going to be overages on phase two, and now apparently there's going to be a damn phase three.
2: No, there's not. That was... That that was, it will explain that.
3: But eventually dude, though Jerry, there's going to be a phase three. There's going to yeah. be a phase four. There's going to be a phase five.
2: There'll be a phase 27 eventually. Of course. But for
3: Ted to go, wow. I was blown away.
2: Okay, so here's Will Brueger from Planning and Zoning uh, explaining a bit of it. I, I actually think that, you know, the dude who was selling the solar panels... <laughs> I think that Will was selling this goddamn project, and I'm really not a fan. You'll hear how when he gets towards the end, he's going, yeah, well, you know, this thing and that thing and the other thing will be great benefits. That's not your goddamn job to point out benefits. Okay, it is your job to present the information and let them make a decision. He was wholeheartedly Selling that damn
3: thing. I'm surprised he wasn't like, do you want to see a, a cold smoke on the side of Perkyo
2: Avenue? <laughs> and then when we're done with this part, we could put some solar panels up somewhere. There you go. Okay, so here's Will.
1: So township staff are here tonight to seek approval, uh, acceptance of the bid submitted by um, construction. And to sell. Master services for improvements to the Perky Avenue streetscape phase two is what we call it in the amount of three million nine hundred ninety three thousand six hundred and twelve dollars and sixty five cents.
2: See, I would have just said three point nine nine million. I would have just said four mil.
1: Yeah,
3: because that's where it's going to go anyway.
1: Dead place later part of Ju- june i believe it was the board had authorized advertising for bids for the project bids were advertised i believe for three weeks there were several contractors that uh, we believe had interest in the project however unfortunately we only received one bid proposal the design engineer's estimate for this project who the township had employed came with an estimate of 3.35 million dollars for the project
2: so that would be McMahon and Associates. They said, ah, it should be like 3.35. Came at 3.99. They get one bid, and it's just, all right, we're good. Let's do it. Don't yep. go after more. Yep. Don't try to find more. It, 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 all, get, it, it all comes out in the wash. Get ready.
1: As I previously just stated, the, project, the single bid proposal came in at 3.99 million.
2: That time he said 3.99. So Will went on.
1: Um, this estimate did consider uh, PennDOT estimate costs that were used during the um, turning lane and installation of curbing uh, improvement part. As, can you
2: explain what he just said? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, like he really didn't say anything
1: there. It
2: considered it considered what PennDOT said, huh?
1: The proposal. Mm. Yeah. Well as. Uh, the TASA project, which was the Phase 1, and the PennDOT's ECMS uh, permitting program, they also come out with uh, an average uh, cost that they're seeing. Um, the-
2: so, average cost that PennDOT is seeing elsewhere was baked into this? This was what they're calling? I don't know.
1: design engineer at the time of their proposal did also include a 10% inflation adjustment. The...
2: Ten percent. You know what's funny?
1: That's not even.
2: (laughs) Even though we're at zero (laughs) percent, right? For the last month, Mm -hmm. if you do from July of 2020 to July of 22, the inflation rate is somewhere like 14.4 percent.
3: The the funniest part is in construction. What's the one thing that all those machines use? Solar power. <laughs> if only gasoline, right? Oh, I, I, and what is that? Was you, my second guess? What isn't used to tabula tabulate inflation? <sighs> if you say solar panels are going to kick you in the nuts,
2: solar panels, <laughs>
3: <Oof>. <laughs> right? Yeah, so, gas is so gas and food are not right. So not so, thrown wanna, in. so they're all going to all the pricing that's it's ridiculous. That's why it's so hard. If you look at any quote, have somebody quote you to put. All garage doors on your house, front door on your house, flooring in your house. The quotes all say stuff at the bottom. You know what I mean? Fuel
2: surcharges.
3: Yep. But also, I mean, I talked to uh, a business owner, and their quotes used to be sixty. Used to be sixty days. Yeah. Now they're like a week. Because oh, it's so because volatile. because
2: of the the volatile nature of pricing. Yep. That's good. You know, it, it's it, it's once again. Fuel surcharge. It's always that you you know, like at the Reading Country Club, Mm -hmm. they should be charging a fuel surcharge on the golf carts. Do they run on gas? They run on gas. I thought they were like batteries. They run on gas, and the township just eats it. Last year, budgeted. I don't quote me on this number, but I think it was nine thousand dollars for gas. They blew through that by, like, early March.
3: Yeah, a lot of people don't understand. With your bigger companies, you sign contracts with gas companies, with oil companies, right? So UPS, like, you know, UPS, their gas contract would be, I don't know, six months or a year at the set price of this. Yes. So the next year when they renegotiate that price, that contract for the gas for their vehicles, what do you think it's going to be?
2: Yeah, potentially higher.
3: (laughs) Potentially like.
1: project should
3: i'm
2: sorry be potentially
3: yes. right
1: you considered a valuable use of township funds for a variety of reasons one of the biggest reasons here's the sales pitch yep
2: okay listen to him selling this goddamned project
1: that we see currently are is is to address stormwater issues these stormwater issues have been exacerbated from the installation of curbing and the improvement that Pendot did during their project uh, with the center turning lane and then the installation of curbing
2: okay Will goes on further and goes on and goes on his sales pitch is actually very comprehensive
1: this project will also keep promises that were made to at least 12 residential properties and some have commercial aspects to them several do uh...
2: you have it in writing? say what now? do you have it in writing?
3: yeah right promises they don't? no
2: they don't think ah we'll take care of it.
3: Right, don't worry, someone else. Will yeah, care they about.
2: they should. Mm-hmm. They you know they they upset something. Yes. They should. Mm-hmm. But are you telling me it's going to cost?
3: No, can you get like a def- a definite answer on exactly how much something's going to cost, please? I, I know we're going to save
2: $600,000 in six oh. years. <laughs>
1: At least two of the property owners that are here tonight, PennDOT and the township had agreed that we would replace the concrete sidewalks as well as the concrete driveway aprons when PennDOT was finished their first part of the project. This hasn't been done. And to date, the driveway aprons still have asphalt instead of the concrete.
2: Okay. I it, it, To me hmm is it six of one half dozen the other but that's me maybe okay he goes on and on with his sales pitch
1: then there we get we'll get to the issue of uh, dr borha uh, located at thirty nine thirty three 39 perky woman. the township at the beginning of the design of for for the streetscape project had it's my understanding had approached dr borha in order to install sidewalk and a retaining wall the town
2: that is a very important detail okay the township going to him. He then played them like a fiddle, dude, because I saw the agreement, okay? For $5, Dr. Borja paid the township $5. They gave him permanent easement on enough land from the Promenade Project that will compensate him the number of parking spaces that he felt he would lose by what will was just talking about by putting in a you know what board
3: did he okay
2: this with oh the previous oh because greg galtier signed it okay (sighs) (laughs) so so okay so they gave him enough land based on the original sale price that they paid for the promenade for $5, they gave him permanent use of $150,000 worth of land.
3: Nice. Good for him. I would be happy for him. He did an him. amazing
2: job. I'm not shitting on him at all.
3: Nope. Genius.
2: He is. He's brilliant. Real he
3: American hero. Patrick Borja. Yeah. He's going
2: to be one of them. Yeah, I think so. Uh, He's but, going to Bud Light. Yes. Man but of interest. He. It was absolutely brilliant. He saw stupid people... In the form of the township supervisors walking towards him. And he slayed them. He probably was like, I think it's
3: great. To his employers, he was like, hey guys,
2: watch this. Watch, watch this. See these two idiots walking towards me? Watch how I'm I... Gonna, how, this is what's going to go on. <coughs>
3: I'm going to pay them $5 and they're going to give me $150,000 worth of property to use.
2: This is going to be almost as good as $24 and some beads for Manhattan. Watch. Watch this. Look at it. Don't they look vacant? Look at the tall one. You can tell he's a golfer. Uh, He's a golfer. He doesn't look too bright, does he? Watch how stupid he is when I'm done. Watch how stupid he looks. And then I'm going to get them to put
3: their tails in between their legs when they walk out the door.
2: Yeah, and then in a couple of years when all this shit starts settling down, I'll be able to raise a stink and they'll be tripped. that Whoever the supervisors are then will be tripping over themselves for me not to sue them. Watch. Yep. This is going to be amazing. Yep. Watch. And have respect for me. Have more respect for me when this is all done. Oh, yeah. Because I'm going to play them because they're assholes and they're stupid.
3: Yep. They're all stupid. Every one of them. How do you bring that up in a contract negotiation? Hey, guys. Um, so, <laughs> I like, I don't know doc, uh, Dr. Borob. I don't know him either. But can you imagine me like, <laughs> I'm just going to throw this out there. I'm gonna pay you five dollars, and you're gonna give me usage of a hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of property. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Well, like,
2: where can I sign?" It's
3: like the Dumb and Dumber movie. Where we're like, "Whoa, that's a so." You're saying there's a chance, <laughs> there's <laughs> right? A chance, but the, oh. the land run of our federal government's run by idiots, and obviously, I think our township was too.
2: That group was.
1: Chip had offered to re- relocate several of the spaces that would be lost for, during the parking lot renovations to the side of the building, the township. At that point, with Mr. Uh, with Dr. Borja's blessing, entered into an easement agreement which would allow for access through the back of, uh, let's, I'll call it the front of the shopping center property, as well as in, installing and creating a driveway and parking lot for the spaces that he would have lost. So township staff feel that we, we need to honor that agreement.
3: Now,
2: now Brilliant. Uh, now, the guy
3: is brilliant. Now the township has to go and get his permission for anything.
2: Yeah. God. I, Real American hero. Dr. Borja. Brilliant. One hundred percent. This is the kind of mind that should be in our supervisors or on our school board. Yes. That's the kind of mind that should yes. be there. Yes. He'll be able he if he was on our school board, he would get book publishing companies to give us the books. Yes. No questions asked. He could actually this guy's a get, horse trader. get
3: that salesman that was throwing BS at the school board meeting for the solar panel salesman. they could, He could get him to build the solar panels himself and pay for them. Yes. And and, and herd the, the sheep <laughs> himself out there every morning and night making sure they're back in the pasture.
2: Dr. Borha, horse trader. Wait a minute. Let's change that horse's ass trader because he was trading with horse's asses and he won. Big time. All right. Will Brueger continues.
1: We believe that the improvements to the streetscape as well as the improvements to the old shopping center would...
2: The sales pitch goes on.
1: Do nothing but provide a value added. What we're proposed, what the project is proposing is moving that Exeter Plaza drive over to where the Radio Shack building was. We would then create the additional parking lot for Dr. Borja. This would be a brand new intersection with turning lanes that a future.
2: What did he just did he just say to me that if I'm coming from because a lot of times leaving here and going home. I'll get on one seventy six, onto four twenty two, get off at Mount Penn and go left on Perky Omen. Exactly as and, I do. and yes, exactly. So we've got a light at East Never Sink. Mm-hmm. Is he telling me there's gonna be a light up at where the Radio Shack used to be now? In two hundred feet, there's gonna be another friggin' light.
3: After everybody tries to roll around that turn to make sure that they can get over to the right lane.
2: Like I do? I don't. I make <laughs> her, I'm in the right lane. But
3: I get what you're saying. Plus, I don't think that he means they're going to put a light there. Because there's that little He said
2: intersection.
3: They're going to make that a whole intersection then? He, he used the word intersection. That'll create a whole new intersection to exit and enter. So they're going to have it where you can come out from where the old giant was and
2: make a left. Correct. Oh, my Lord. So if you're going to be able to make a left, that means there's going to be a light. <sighs> I, that's the way I interpret it. Maybe I'm wrong.
3: No, but you're probably right because intersection would mean...
2: Intersection. That. Yeah. The sales pitch continues.
1: The developer could, would, would be able to uh, benefit from, so I think we, you know if we would go ahead and sell it... Pr-
2: so now we're setting shit up for future developers. Right. We're setting it up for them instead of making them pay for it. Like when a developer comes in and buys the Promenade and they're going to put a fish factory... Who knows? They're gonna they're gonna put a restaurant there, whatever it is. I no. So so instead of them doing what needs to be done, we're gonna do it. Kiss my ass.
3: Well, as a point is on, on Devil's Well, we advocate. are gonna do it though. That's right, funny. we are going to. But for Devil's advocate of that, that's gonna make it more attractive for a company to come in and do it so they don't have to spend the money on that because the extra township did it already. So it's gonna make it more attractive for them to do that just like I was looking at properties in West Virginia, just land. And my some- God, why would you do that? West Virginia is awesome, uh, yeah. but it was on the top of the mountains, stuff like that. Damn banjo, you hear <laughs> uh, No, but it was at the top, and the guy's property that he owned, he had two lots, and they were thirty acres a piece, and he had already cleared it for to put a house, right? Which saves you. He probably owns an excavation company, so it really didn't cost him that much, other than fuel. But if you you think about it, it, was more attractive to the sellers or to the buyers because right. they don't have to spend fifty, sixty thousand dollars clearing trees out. It's the same thing as with the they're doing that. They're trying to make it. I'm just, I'm not saying I'm for it. I'm just saying why they're doing it. I mean, as soon I'm expecting yeah. will at the end of this to be like, listen, and um, you know, this we're we're not going to kill children with this.
2: <laughs> so here's Kev in, in West Virginia <laughs> we looking go. for. Land.
3: I'm not, that. I'm, I'm not opposed to that. I'm not a banjo guy, but. Just...
2: You're you're not opposed to being bent over a stump like Ned
3: Beatty? <laughs> yeah, I am opposed to that. Okay. Have you I been to try. West
2: Virginia, though? No, I've never
3: been. Dude, Drove it's gorgeous. Through. I believe you it is we go down to harmon's luxury cabins down there and and i get to drive through racist robert Byrd's whole district where they have elementary
2: schools named, named after him.
3: robert Byrd, the ex democrat kkk <laughs> head uh, Cyclops.
2: and and believe me when i tell you by the time we're done with all this will Bruger's going to get a name, school named after him
3: either that or a salesman school
2: uh, Here's uh, the, will brugger sales
3: super salesman <laughs>
2: Give him the Salesman of the Year award. You yes. know what? I want to do award show. I do. I'm down. I, 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 already, I, I already came up with the idea, the, the name, The Exes. The Exes? Yes. Like the
3: Espies. Mm-hmm. The Exes. The X's. Can we do that at the country
2: club? Ooh. Ooh. That's a Winner. <laughs> I, but I do want to do it.
3: Can't do it inside? Why not? What the hell not?
2: said right, well, special functions. Back to salesman of the year, Will Bruger.
1: Property, it would only be a value-added aspect to it. And then the uh, project will also assist in the revitalization of Perk Avenue. Uh, the township has removed the dilapidated Radio Shack building, as I previously stated. And there's also at least one land development plan on the...
3: Who owned that property that Radio Shack was on?
2: Exeter Township.
3: Did they? Yes. So they. So whoever owned the Radio Shack... Was renting it from them? The property?
2: You mean who, who was Yeah, sure. Sure. Okay. For, for Do they own all of that? The township own all of that? Township owns the whole thing. No shit. Yeah.
3: So the beer distributor pays extra rent?
2: No, not that. Just the promenade proper.
3: Okay. Just around from Radio Shack down to... Yes. The entrance down by... And
2: the, not including Dr. Here. Borja's brilliant property. Right. His brilliant property. Property.
3: I'm going to pay you five dollars, and you're going to give me $150,000 usage.
2: <laughs> I think Will Brueger may have learned how to sell, right, from Patrick Borha. What do you think? Probably
1: books currently to revitalize the building. That-
2: he got the supervisors on board with his sales
3: pitch. He got Ted Penny Penny Catcher Watcher. To to vote yes,
2: he got confirmed nose with this pitch. I mean, I gotta hire this kid to sell advertising, right? Hey, Will, how much you making for the township? Uh, he's probably making six. Can I pay you a uh, $6. pay you ten cents on the dollar, and I say uh, I give you ten percent for whatever you sell. <laughs> Pretty good salesman, kid.
1: That it was next to the old Radio Shack and then we do have a sketch plan before the township staff for for redevelopment of the Domino's location. So that
2: Yeah, Domino's is gonna be uh you know, they, they put forth a plan to turn it into a little mini mall. They did? Yeah, allegedly. I well mean, that's, that's a big honestly said. if
3: you look at that piece of property right there, that's yeah. that little Domino's thing, you could put a lot more in there.
2: Are they gonna though is there really a need for more retail with the internet taking everything over? Do we really believe that retail is going to make a comeback?
3: I do not think so. But here's, 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 have you been up to. Did uh, anybody
2: question him on that? Go
3: ahead. No. It, when you take 73 all the way up and you're going to the 222, right? And you mm-hmm. make a right where mm-hmm. they're doing all the construction, a stupid circle. Pennsylvania people putting in circles as New Jerseys, taking them all out. But they put a little strip mall with all these private business shops yes. and everything. Yes. There's like two in them. They've been completed for two years. Yeah. So 90% of them are empty. Dude,
2: in fairness, there's been a shitload of construction on that route. Right. I get it. Who wants to be on it? Right. But I get it. But still, there's not really a call for it.
3: Everything, all the, if you ever watch Shark Tank, a lot of those businesses make their money on online.
2: Yeah, that's right.
3: And it's the future. I mean, it's a hell of a lot easier whether it comes, it's, you either hedge the future and plan for it or fall by the wayside.
2: Exactly. Back to the uh, ultimate salesman, Will Brueger.
1: We, we see the large price tag, right? And I think we're all asking, should we proceed with matching funds?
2: Now he's doing removing objections. We see the price tag. The price tag's there. What can I do to put you in this car, though?
3: Will Brueger. The price is what it is. Will Brueger. nails Project salesman.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm Will Brueger, super salesman. That's the next one.
1: Mm -hmm. Or in order to get this money to complete the the proposed improvements. What we can do at this point, and we probably wouldn't suggest this, is we don't have to accept the current bid that's in front of us.
2: We don't want to do that. We, We have options. We have options. And what's it going to take for me to get you into this car? Into this piece of shit car What's it going to take This overly expensive Piece of shit car What's it going to take to get me in, to get you into this car
3: this what I, he's doing I, I just think this is all I, I'm, I'm just shocked of the way the vote went I'm shocked that
2: You know they're going to do this It's done They voted it's going to happen gonna do, They're
3: going to do phase three too
2: Well I, I don't know if there's a phase three or not It doesn't matter The way it comes down is 3.2 million. We're supposed to put in 880. There is no way we're only putting in 880.
3: Right. No. Especially with inflation. Because when's this going to be done? And any contract that they sign, I got a buddy that uh, is friends with a big construction guy down in Philly. They do a lot of work at UPenn. Right? UPenn used to be like when you do the contract, hey, it's going to be, let's just say for shits and giggles, it's going to be $2 million. Yeah. At the end of it, the company used to go to UPenn and say, hey, listen, our overage was $300,000. UPenn would be like, okay, we'll write you a check for $300,000. Right. Now UPenn says, too bad. Because the overages is, we're talking like $1 million overage because of infl- inflation, okay? And the cost of products and everything. Now UPenn is saying, screw you. You quoted us this. This is what the proposal was for. We sign it. Tons of construction companies are going to go bankrupt because of this. And they have been.
2: Well, it's a dual-edged sword. You either bid low in hope of being able to get overruns or you bid properly and take a chance of not getting the, the mm-hmm. job. And then
3: what's can you imagine the ability of someone to be able to like, okay, inflation is going to be this, the future. The, listen, things change on a weekly basis. The feds are already discussing raising interest rates again.
2: Of course, it'll be next month. They're going to raise right. it. 0.75.
3: So that's the point. Is like, how can you really do a proposal that and know what the cost is going to be? I can't imagine. I used to do it for a living. Yeah, and I can't imagine doing it now, no, I especially can't with 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 steel, aluminum, stainless steel, asphalt. I mean, all that stuff is just I can't the the job to do a proposal. Whether or not you're d- will selling it and it's going to be great, that's one thing, man. Because what comes in the A year from now. And it's still going to be going on. What's the cost going to be in the overages? And then we're going to be like, well, is it always supposed to be this? And Exeter's going to be like, well, shit, we got to raise taxes to cover it.
2: Or take it out of the uh, 43 mil that's in the bank. Right. But the point is, that 43 mil is there. Well, actually, 30 of it is in CDs. So they've got like 11, 12, 13 mil sitting, doing nothing. So 880 is going to come out of that, or is this budgeted? I don't even remember. But any overages are coming out of that if they don't want to raise taxes. And chances are pretty good they're not going to. You know why? Because they already did it this year. And what is next year?
3: Well, they said that they're not going to raise taxes.
2: That's the school district. What is next year, Kev? It is an election year. Yep. Are any taxes being raised next year? Nope. Not until after the election. Yep. So back to uh, the company that, that's that's gonna be doing this work, construction master services. Mm-hmm. Back to construction master services, super salesman Will Brueger.
1: What we can do is either, you know, not accept it, accept it, or not accept it at this point and then rebid in the near future. One we would do that is probably winter, you know, contractors putting together the schedules for the following year. However, with that, run into several concerns. One being would there be anybody to submit at that time
2: you have no idea we keep we, we keep running into this problem people are projecting stuff out that are not there will we have anybody i don't know super salesman because here's the way it could go we could have a severe recession slash depression going on and people might be friggin hungry as hell for any work they can get mm-hmm. that is one possible scenario is it not
3: yes it is and, and things i think are going to get that way i do too
1: you know, prices, the way the economy's going. We don't know where we will be or if we will even have any proposals.
2: Super salesman says we might not have proposals. What are we going to do? We're mere mortals.
3: Well, you just say yes to the one that we got and be happy.
2: Yeah, do what I'm telling you to do, supervisors. You're not as bright as me. I'm a salesman for Construction Master Services. I mean, I'm the planning and zoning dude for Exeter Township. He kind of switched on this, too. He seemed to be a little bit
3: less not pushy on it in prior meetings and discussions on it. And now he's pushing.
2: It's Mm -hmm. a great point. You're right. He was. Same thing. Super salesman. Right on.
1: One other item that we want to be uh, aware of is that if we say no to this grant funding, I believe we got uh, $3.2 million in grant funding for, for construction. If we say no, we've essentially told the two funding agencies, the Arlie and the MTF through PennDOT, that... Okay, we went through all this design work and the application process, and now we don't want your money. So
2: tough effing shit. Am oh, I wrong? Oh, poor you. Poor you. Oh, they won't give us money again. Okay, then we don't do these projects. Right. Seems pretty simple to me.
3: And there's another part of
1: this, too, that kind of annoys me. As
2: it's coming? Okay.
1: We prevented another municipality from completing. Oh, I don't right care.
2: I don't give a shit. I don't care. You know, only could he use this money for a 660 for, for an expansion to Route 662. Yeah. Tough cookies. Yep. I, I don't care. Don't care. I don't care. Oh, they're not going to give us the money next year. I don't care. don't care. What, why are these people so addicted to this welfare? It's like it's like crack.
3: It is. It is. It is not. Yep.
1: I was going to say something that I You know, at least another municipality from completing, you know, proposed projects that they would like to see done. Then we get into and I'm I don't really want to get into this too much, but the possible litigation matter. So we have
2: Oh, we can have litigation too. What well, if 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 some butts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a merry christmas, wouldn't we?
1: <laughs> right?
3: I and, and there's just the whole thing of listen, we got to do this or we're going to get sued.
2: Somebody might sue us. Wait, it, it, it all comes about
1: promised property owners that we would replace their sidewalk. We promised that we replace driveway aprons, and then there's also the Borja agreement that, that still exists.
2: And he's smarter than us. <laughs> he is clearly smarter than us because he got us to give him all of Manhattan for $24 and a couple of beads. Right?
0: <laughs> Here's $5. Hours Overall, and I dollar. think... <laughs> I
1: Overall, I think township staff think that this is a worthy project. This project spans over three quarters of a mile uh, through a decent portion of Exeter's commercial district. The sale. It will not only attract investment and business to the area, but it will also provide an efficient manner for pedestrian access from Beechwood all the way down to East Neversink. As I've stated, our match is pretty sizable. It would be at least $880,000, but you can think of that as a one to three ratio. So for every, do- every dollar that we spend, we were essentially getting $3 for for every dollar that we spend for construction. We actually have $3 from through all the grant funding.
2: I've got a dollar in my pocket. The state's going to give me three dollars of welfare. How much money do I have?
3: That's like your wife saying, "Hey, well, I only spent two hundred dollars because it was thirty percent off." <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. You send them out shopping. Hey, to go buy something or get something. And, well, you spent three hundred dollars. Yeah, but the stuff I bought was thirty percent off. Oh, all. Oh, much okay, cool. Totally,
2: make, totally makes sense. So, when this project ends up costing one and a half million instead of eight hundred eighty thousand. What did we save?
3: Um, lives, Jerry. Children's lives. That's right, because kids won't die now. Right, because they won't be getting hit. They won't get hit when they're walking to school or to Domino's and the new little thing they're going to do there to Or hang to the out. vape shop. Or the vape shop or Al Yep. I could see walking yep. Al Brije. Why not? I
2: could great food. too. I'm going to walk to Al Right? It's great food. Yep.
1: And then one last thing I'd like to leave with you is that these improvements will not only increase property values, attract future business and future resident, res, residents to Exeter, but also provide a sense of place with a st- aesthetically pleasing Main Street concept. It will provide safe multimodal access and install and the installation of improvements will be that we have promised to these residents will, will have been completed.
2: Bravo, Will. Yes. Great good. sales good. pitch. Good. Good. Great good. sales pitch on the part of a private company.
3: Cheerleaders on behind him, and all. Cheerleaders yes. are very good. On very the
2: good. behalf of a private company. Good. Great job cheering for them. I'm telling you, we're going to have Selling. to put an
3: award together for him. Put a word together for him.
2: Put your hands together for him, Kevin. What is the matter with you? Very, very good. Very good. Oh.
3: Can I sit down now? Because that was a standing up. Yes. Sit okay. down. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. Come on, man. It's It's. Does it? I think when it's other people's money, it just automatically goes. It's the same thing when your kids talk to you about that. So, well, well I want this. <laughs> okay. You have no understanding of money. Why don't we buy a boat, Dad? Just a boat to go fishing. Because you don't understand money. <laughs> you just... He's a good salesman for it, but hey, I don't think you really understand. But children aren't going to die,
2: so shit, let's get it done. What is it worth to you to have all children live forever? $880,000 is a tiny little amount of money. Yes,
3: it's a small investment for life, Jerry. Tiny. I don't know why you don't like
0: children.
2: Okay, so we go on to uh, Dave Hughes questioning, Will.
0: This is Dave. Uh, I'm just wondering, uh, young man, uh, how much experience do you have...
2: Young man
3: That's what I said Love Dave's questioning on this It totally makes sense And Dave is correct on this But it's also Dave With his little Passive aggressive Like
2: Dude he is digging a knife In so deep
0: Managing Or handling Multi-million dollar Contracts like this Because earlier You know We talked to you about what's going on here and you indicated that you didn't know anything about it. It was handled by John Granger. He had all the authority to do that and then Bartlett did it. So did you take a accelerated course? or an- no. How did, you- <laughs> did you
2: take an accelerated course?
3: Oh. Passive aggressive Dave. He. I don't know if he's correct on this. I really don't care with the with the will thing. But he just got to love Dave's just like
2: turning the screws just a little bit. He deeper. really is.
1: This uh, that- I I have not taken an accelerated course. However, I have tried to step up to the role. Um, there has been a fair amount.
2: But I did take the Dale Carnegie course, to, and that is essential for a sales job.
3: Listen, you can make a joke about that, and that was said, you know, satirically. But that's true. It is true. That's I know one of the best sales books ever read. Mm-hmm. One of the best books. And I'm, how to win friends
2: and influence people. God.
3: Dale Carnegie 101, one yeah. of the greatest books. I just bought three copies and gave it to a younger guy I know. Because mm-hmm. I think it's not just a sales book. It's a way to deal with people.
2: Yes, it's it's a way to deal with supervisors to get them to do what you want them to do. Can we get
3: the doctor to write a book? Dr. Borhoff? Oh, Jesus
2: book? Christ. Could you imagine the <laughs> book that frigging guy could write? Oh, hey, it I, would change the world.
3: I t- how to... How to Win friends, influence people, and change the world. Change your community and make your school board look like, or your uh, supervisor board look like a fool.
2: How to win friends, influence people, and make jackasses look like bigger jackasses. How to spend
3: $5 and get $150,000 worth of property use.
2: How to make the guys who made the deal for Manhattan look like pikers. <laughs>
1: turnover within Exeter Township okay. besides working here have you ever
0: worked anywhere else on projects of this size
1: not of this size now
3: okay Dave's gonna ask will if he puts the seat down after he uses the bathroom
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: now Dave uh, will um, I don't know if you've been doing this in the past but uh, um, do you put the seat down uh, after you're done using a toilet uh, or did you just learn how to do- did you go to an accelerated seat putting down class or
2: <laughs> I, I, I do put the seat down. Do you wash your hands, too? Sometimes.
0: Let me ask you another question. You made some assertions as to this will inc- <laughs> increase the value of the uh, Promenade Project. How, what do you base these on? Is this just your assertions, or do you know have some intimate knowledge of real estate value? Uh, not-
3: now, what, like I pointed out, Dave's just being critical, overly critical on that question.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, like I said earlier, what, about five minutes ago? It just makes it more it makes it more attractive for a developer or a company that's going to come in and have to do the work. He is right. But it's still it's still going to make the property more attractive for someone to come in to do it because they don't have to spend the money because we already
2: did. Yeah, you're welcome.
0: Cooper salesman.
1: Intimate knowledge, but through education and, you know, past experience, you know, we would feel... Past,
0: that, past experience where?
1: Here or, or other places? Uh, here and other places. What I mean. other places? Could you name one? Uh, my previous employer. I
3: negotiated I negotiated at McDonald's to have onions taken off my, <laughs> my,
2: my Big Mac. My previous employer and when I was in high school. When you were in high school, what was that? Well, I was in the back seat with Candy Lane and... Uh, <laughs> I negotiated certain things with her. Wink, wink.
0: <laughs> and finally, uh, you mentioned litigation. Okay, I, I read Mr. Bora's contract, and it's not onerous. Uh, people keep telling us, well, he, he can make us do the project. That's not true. We don't have to do anything we don't want to do. All we need to do is make Mr. Borah happy that he's got his parking spots and he's got his ingress ingressive egress. That's all we need to do with him.
2: This is why you voted for this guy. Mm-hmm. This is why people voted for this guy. Mm-hmm. Not all that petty horse shit yep. between he and Ted yep. and, and, and all that. This is why you voted for this guy. Listen, master
0: class. We don't need to do this project because he's going to make us. And if I read the contract properly, it's, you know, he could sue us. We could sue him. The party that prevails Pays the bill. So I don't think there's any intention of this board to break any agreements with Mr. Borja. I'm looking at this I, I thought
2: keeps calling him Miss can he call him doctor?
0: Mr. Borho's doctor. Yeah. Hey he We're gonna to to talk about McMahon's contract, but it seems to be an attempt to justify the project. I mean the project has already started.
2: Yeah. Is Dave back? I hope so. I hope so too. I hope so I, I, I hope that he, he's done with he, he's got all that petty crap out of his he's got all that poison out of his system and he can just get in there
3: continue and, this type of thing
2: yeah because it gets better in clip number three here once again Dave Hughes questioning super salesman Will Brueger
0: finally- wrong one
2: stupid wrong one If only I had depth perception
0: and I'm looking at this contract here. McMahon has on here Re Oman Avenue Phase Three. What's Phase Three? I mean, I thought we were bidding on Phase Two. This so says Phase. I'm not three.
1: familiar with what document you might have in front of you. This is but the
0: McMahon contract that we that's on the uh, on the agenda
1: tonight. I don't. I do not have that in front of me. What I'm thinking that might be is
2: calm, not being accusatory. Belittling a little bit, he's but it's little, okay.
3: He got his passive aggressive belittling, but that's that's yeah. part of his personality. As it's long as okay. It's, you can do little attacks, but it's the difference that he's also doing it to someone that's putting. He, he, you don't think that Dave sees what he's trying to do? If we
2: see it, he Dave sees it. He definitely sees him so being a salesman it, for Construction
3: Master Services. Right. So being that Dave throws a little passive aggressive uh, jabs in there, I'm okay with it. I'll 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 let it go. But yeah. this is the Dave that I voted for.
1: Is center turning lane and the curbing. They will we'll say that they saw that as phase one. Pass the project might have been phase two, and then MTF might so be phase three.
0: More, more obfuscation, confusing everybody here, including the people that live in this township, including me. I'm, I'm confused about it. Every- I'm confused
2: about. What a great comment. More obfuscation, and you're just trying to confuse people. Mm-hmm. Super salesman?
3: that's what they do that's what salesmen do and it's the reason
2: why when people are lying they talk more do they is that what they do they talk more Kev they talk a lot <laughs> they just keep talking they don't stop yes. they barely take a breath mm-hmm. they keep going and going and going without really saying anything because
3: they're literally trying to fill potholes going. in their brain <laughs> in their arguments that's what they're trying to do
0: really concerned because on the second page, they say it is our opinion that the continued economic uncertainty, including the real possibility of a deep recession in the recent news, continued high inflation and high oil prices combined with a significant portion of the project-
2: This is McMahon writing this stuff. And this is like, like super salesmen apparently didn't see this. This is the engineering firm who's handling everything, right? They're warning against all this stuff. Yep. Let's just go and spend that damn money. Come on. What's it going to take for me to put you in this car?
0: Come on, man work occurring next spring is a reason why more contractors did not submit a bid on the project if they're indicating on PEN bids that they would submit a bid. Four additional bidders had indicated on PEN bids that they would submit a bid and bid and choose not to. So, you know, when, when you go in a position and spend this kind of money and you've only got one bidder, you know, we only got one choice, that's it. I, I I don't feel very comfortable about that, and I don't think the board should. We have an obligation to do what's right for our community, and that's not just two or three or four people that came in here from Riften, talking. About it because it's right in front of them. We have an obligation to twenty five thousand people.
3: I always ding ding. Yep, I tried always to get when we when I was purchasing stuff for a company or having our guys purchase stuff. I always tried to get them to get two or three quote co- quotes on every single thing that we absolutely had on something like this and that was something sometimes only like $15, 20 dollars. You know what oh, I mean? see,
2: that's insanity.
3: No, it's not. Because it, uh, are you paying for the shipping? Where's it coming from? How far? How long is it going to take? Of course, it all comes in. it. if your customer needs something overnight and they're willing to pay $25, shit, yeah. But oh, I can wait a week and I can get it for 12 But you're going to have to order it from California.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: See what I'm saying? It does make yeah. a difference.
0: Exeter Township. And there's more questions. I mean, if you, if you listen to the June 6th, the June 13th, the June 22nd, and the June 27th meetings where Mr. Gardella talks about this, and he brings up...
2: Detailing, this meeting, that meeting, that meeting, the other meeting. And then he gets conciliatory.
0: Excellent points on what is wrong with this project, and I don't think we...
3: Eco Dave Track more with honey than you do vinegar.
2: Yeah. Mr. Gardella made great points, made excellent points. mm mm-hmm
0: still have everything mapped out as what happened the engineering costs the construction costs you know uh, i keep everything is different every every everything i hear doesn't make sense in totality uh, when when uh, what's his name was here? Uh, is it chris the guy from mcmahon chris bowers uh, he said some things that that didn't make sense to me and i'm sure i hope there's other people on the board that sees the inconsistencies here until we can get multiple bids we should we should really consider what's going to happen we're going to go into a deep recession i'm convinced that that and it would be a mistake this this is a low bid and i think what's going to happen is if you approve this bid we're going to have gigantic cost overruns at this time
3: yep
2: it's a definite possibility
3: i don't disagree with him i agree with him
2: yeah i, I it it but the sales job that that will put on and that's all it was it was a sales pitch it wasn't he wasn't explaining anything no it was a 100% sales pitch.
3: Oh, he he when you do things like that, you have the pros and the cons. <laughs> he just basically read from a sheet together that he put the pros. Yeah. What he thinks of the pros. Yeah. And that's what a salesman does. It's the same this does he work on a, as a 1099 contractor for the guy that was selling the school board on a s- solar crap, you know?
2: He learned he learned the same sales technique apparently. Mm-hmm. That guy's another super salesman. What do you think?
3: Granted, I've dealt with salesmen my entire life. I was one most of my life. You know what they're doing. They're not going to say, well, this is bad. But why is Will doing that?
2: It's not his job to sell no. the project. No, it's not. It is his job to give information. It is his job to field questions. He's supposed to be the information guy for the township. Yep. He's the one who knows everything. Mm-hmm. So... All he had to do was go up there and say, we're here to talk about this. It's going to be $3.99 million. For that, we're going to get bing, bang, and boom. What yep. questions do you have?
3: Not bring dancers into the... the yes. And be like, hey, put a little... I'm surprised he didn't uh, answer his questions and stuff like that with music playing behind him that people liked. Right. Or that music as I mean, you know department stores. I don't know. I assume they still do it. Uh, how many department stores are there anymore? But they play music that that influences people that's been proven to make people buy more. Sure. Okay. Will did that <laughs> at a meeting. Yeah. Hey, Ted. It's like Crocodile Dundee would pull in that, that uh, water buffalo down.
2: You know what I mean? <laughs> it would be a great idea for a bit for next week. <laughs> See, I got to save one. You know what I'm clips. talking about where
3: you do the hang loose and it's the yes. bull and he literally, Crocodile Dundee got that water buffalo to, to sit down and not knock over his car and pull the right. sides as they go around him? That's what I think Will did to Ted.
2: <laughs> he had him all hypnotized. Yep. We didn't see him dangling the watch. Right. You were very sleepy.
3: <laughs> you will vote the way I'm. T- These are not the droids you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> A
2: little subliminal messaging.
3: Yes. I. I, I he's not. It, I. What? What the hell happened? Will's doing this crap. Ted's voting for
2: shit. That. God. What happened? I don't know. What happened? I'm not saying, I'm just saying. We we didn't get an explanation. No, they just voted
3: for it. What happened? Because one of the reasons why I have much respect for Ted is because he's he's a penny watcher. Not a penny pincher, he's a penny watcher. Where it's going, where it's not going, where it should go, where it can't go. And he was adamantly against this and had so many questions. Even Dave Hughes just brought it up in that clip. And then, then Ted's like, well, eh. Meh. no, Why not? I Do these people are like, are are they, They when they drive down at them, they're like, listen, I, I okayed
2: that. It's my that, road. That's me. That's my road. I'm
3: not saying that, but I, why the hell, what happened, man? What happened? How, how do you get turned 180 degrees? Uh-huh. And then you got Will out there, super salesman MD. Yeah. Like, that was weird, too. And Dave Volmer too. Ted's, Ted's not the only one. Dave Volmer right. voted for the two. You're right. So did George. Now, George isn't as vocal as Ted and stuff like that, or Dave.
2: I think that's intentional.
3: Because he's the chair.
2: Yeah. Oh, by the way, I saw him at the meeting the other night. Mm. And uh, after the meeting was over, he was standing a and bottle talking scotch. to somebody. He did not. Wrong. <laughs> Come on. Wrong meeting. No, but he knows, he's a listener, knows that we make fun of Bobby Scott. Come sure. on. So he, so as he walked by, he was going to the bathroom. He stopped, turned around, and came back and said, was my mic technique better, Jerry? Nice. Good. <laughs> it was. It and was. He, and then he turned around and he walked away. I was, you bastard. <laughs> then he came back and he went, really, was it better? Was it better? Good. Was I modulating to what? <laughs>
3: So, you know, it's, he's either listening or someone he knows is listening and telling him. That's what we want. Word of mouth. Tell 10 friends and family members.
2: Funny. Very funny. I, I, I got a good chuckle out of that. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so what we just witnessed there was uh, Will Brueger, super salesman.
3: And flip-flop, taking a bath. Say it again. Flip-flop, taking a bath. What's Why? Why? Why, 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 why?
2: Because I'm Will Brueger, super salesman. Listen, I can spot
3: BS a mile away, and that's exactly what he's doing. And how is him not flip-flopping and turning into a super salesman not mentioned or not noticed by Ted and Dave and George?
2: Nobody said anything. No. As no
3: one said anything about the damn solar bill, uh, the solar at the school board meeting either. All they were sitting there eating it up like seagulls on the boardwalk, you know? Oh, yeah. And that's, that's, if I, what happened? What happened?
2: I don't know, but, uh, you know what we, we saw tonight or, or what we heard? Will Brueger. Will Brueger,
3: super salesman. I, I like we talked on the phone, man, I don't know what the hell happened. What
2: happened? I don't either. It it, it was uh I I really did not expect that.
3: I didn't expect <laughs> that at all. No, not at all. And I didn't not, not from
2: Ted. We we I, I don't know.
3: It, it I don't know Dave Vollmer very well. I've met him a couple of times, but I don't I It's don't know.
2: over and, and you know what? It's a- done. As I said, they now own this. Yep. If this thing goes to 5 million dollars, they own it. Yep. And that's one of the reasons why Ted was against it. Mhm. So what happened? Ted was
3: against it because of the overage could go to that 5 million dollars. But now we're just, okay.
2: I can tell you what it was. <laughs> it was Will Bruger, super salesman.
3: Yeah man. I don't, It's upsetting.
2: It's over now. Now it's, we just got to shell out the money.
3: It's that's like the thing is like you know what to get from certain people cuz you expect it and they've proven it. Yeah. But when and so you know what you're going to get. Yeah. So when you side with one person that is a normal way and you agree with and then all of a sudden they go they pull they pull the you know the rug right out from underneath
2: you. Now my question is Next year, are they going to rely on. There is really nothing that we can cut from this project?
3: Well, no. no.
2: Because there was even the conjecture, if you remember, they were even talking about scaling the project down mm-hmm. yep. to get better bang for the 880. What happened to that? You're doing a whole goddamn thing now. Yep. What happened, man? That's why I'm saying something had to happen.
3: Had to get to him. What happened? It it was the
2: super salesman. I don't it. It was buy the that. super salesman for Construction Master Services. I don't buy that. Will Bruger I don't buy working? That. He's moonlighting. That's what it is. Kid's moonlighting. Maybe he works for the township planning and zoning during the day. At night, super salesman, salesman. for Construction Master Services.
3: I don't buy that they change their votes or the their view of this. I am
2: it. not casting aspersions on that company no I'm really not no. they're they're honest people I am sure
3: but I don't believe that, that I just
2: don't understand why he was
3: selling for them I don't understand that either but I also don't believe that's the reason why they changed their vote or they I can't say they changed their vote because they didn't vote what I'm saying is is that they changed their ideological belief in this yeah because that's what happened they did, like you said 180 man.
2: Super salesman It's the only thing You can imagine I don't buy that I don't know why Maybe they
3: just Look at it and be like Hey listen This is This is the money Use the money It's giving to us And if I hope they didn't Buy the BS That Will was throwing Well Well their townships Are gonna be mad at us Because we didn't Use the money Because they could have
2: The state will get Mad at us Because we're not Using the money (laughs) And they won't Give us no more
3: Right I, I don't know. Or maybe they just looked at it like, listen, that's our money anyway. The more money you can bring it back to the township, the better. But you're still gonna be paying out eight eighty. If at
2: least eight eighty. Yep.
3: And that's what's scary. And now,
2: like you said, they own it. They if own it. If it's five million, they own it. If it's six million, they own it. Yep. But it is not just gonna be uh three point nine nine. There is no way in hell. Hell, it's going to be 3.99. Although we do have zero inflation going for us.
3: Other part is, I did not see this turn. No. As Exeter turns, I did not see no. Ted doing this. I really didn't.
2: I didn't think this would happen either. But no, I thought it was going to get voted do? down.
3: And you would, at the most, you would have. Ted voting against it Dave Vollmer voting against it Dave Hughes vote, voting against it And maybe Georgia Michelle would vote for it And then yeah. it would be 3-2 I did not expect this vote
2: It's as tight as it gets though All right.
3: I don't understand the flip flop I don't understand the 180 change I yeah. don't Because uh, amazingly The person that we've been bashing He didn't change And his vote stayed the same Yeah, And he was the reason why. He showed again, Dave Hughes coming through, showed why Exeter Township residents voted for him.
2: Yep. Perfect example of it. And right now,
3: the only person I can say that was actually, that has been consistent is Dave Hughes.
2: You're not getting an argument out of me. So you want to do some calls, Kev? Sure. Okay. If you want to yell at us, 484-668-1663, 484-668-1663 if you want to tell us what you think of this issue. Go ahead. You were going to say something.
3: (laughs) I'm happy to see that Dave Hughes is back being the person that he got elected. (laughs) I'm not real happy to see Ted's vote on this. Not happy at all.
2: Let Let's put it in proper perspective. It's one vote. In reality, it's one thing. I mean, it's a big thing. It is, a big but it's thing. one vote.
3: But it's the consistency of it too. He was against it, and now he's for it. What happened? I'm not saying anything happened, but I w- I would like to see some justification of of why the flip flop. Hmm. You know, and it's it is just one thing, and Ted could be. But if you listen to past meetings of Ted speaking about this and the overages and being very poignant on the reason and the questions that he had, even Dave Hughes gave, after all that's happened, Dave Hughes gave Ted props for that. Yeah. And then he doesn't. I don't get it.
2: I don't either. I don't get it. But it's over. It is. Not to be spoken of again. Like, uh, what's the Harry Potter thing? You don't talk about somebody. I don't know. I'm not a huge Harry Potter fan. Yeah, me either. I, I know there's somebody... Never who, read the like, books, don't care, to. You don't, you don't talk about something.
3: Well, Ronald Reagan said you don't talk about rep- poorly about Republicans, right?
2: I don't know How what that would have party. to do with this. Well,
3: you don't want to talk about it again because it yeah. doesn't make
2: Ted look good. <laughs> so, that is it. That's the Exeter Underground for this week. It would appear. Yes. We're done. Uh, Next week, we will have one meeting. We'll have a school board meeting.
3: I think it's going to be a For next one. week. Well, yeah. What day is that?
2: That'll be Tuesday.
3: I know they're screwing around with the
2: dates. Yeah. Now, this one will still be Tuesday. They haven't voted on changing the dates so that one person can... Uh, go to class. Can, can go to their class.
3: Which is ridiculous. It's... But you support education. If you are against this, you don't support people furthering and expanding their minds, Jerry.
2: I want everybody to die. Let's (laughs) just—I just want everybody dead. Okay, let's let's just settle it.
3: Right. (laughs) That's I'm so tired. That's
2: the thought process.
3: I'm so it is. I'm so tired of all of that.
2: That is the Exeter Underground episode number twenty one. We thank you for listening. If you want to catch, if you missed any portion of this and you want to catch it. Afterwards, uh, it will be posted very quickly after the show ends uh, on your favorite podcast catcher and uh, also at our website, uh, well, at our our podcast host. Look for the links on Facebook. I urge you to check out the Exeter Examiner at ExeterExaminer.us. We try to cover the news like nobody else does. And here at the Exeter Underground, we, of course, give you hyper-local news. And analysis. And with that, I will bid you all a good night.
1: Thank you for joining us for the Exeter Underground. Join us again next week for more news and analysis of all that is happening in
3: Exeter. This has been a production of Jerry Gelliffe Media.